Hello, God bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, we continue in our series titled, Being Born Again. Being Born Again. We started this podcast a little while ago, and we are looking at the story of a man in the Bible called Nicodemus, as rendered in the book of John, the three verses 1 to 5, how this man went looking for Jesus. And when they met him, the encounter between Nicodemus and the Lord Jesus Christ gave us the pathway to becoming a child of God. In verse 3 of John 3, he says, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And we said that being born again guarantees you I mean, it only allows you to see. You are not yet a Christian. You are not yet a believer. You are not yet a child of God. So if you go about saying, I am born again, you are just in primary one. When you are in primary one, you are born, you are, that means you are born again. And I'll use this illustration. Imagine you want to be a medical doctor. You are and you start from primary one or kindergarten class. There is a lot of tutelage ahead of you. There's a lot ahead still ahead of you. And until you get to maybe your medical class or maybe you do your last medical exam, before you can claim to be a medical doctor. It is also like that with Christianity. So the beginning of things for a Christian is that you become born again. When you are born again and you continue in the tutelage, Jesus Christ said, Go ye into all the world and teach them. Whatsoever you have learned from me, teach them. When you are taught and you have mastered some things, then the Holy Spirit by the divine will of God gives back to you and makes you a child of God. That journey can be 20 years. It can be 30 years and it could be a week. It all depends on the calendar that God has set for you. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you are born again, you are starting. And when you now get to verse 5, Jesus Christ said, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter. Jesus Christ has told us that there is an entrance. You must enter into the kingdom that you have seen. For as long as you have just seen the kingdom, you have not entered. You are just an observer, a church member at the most. You are just coming and going. We are looking at you. You are not the child of God. You are just a visitor. It is not until you are born of the water and of the Spirit. It is not until the Holy Ghost, by the will of God, decides to give back to you that you become a child of God. Now, when the Holy Ghost has given back to you, we said, there are some things that you will see. When you see these things, you know that your nature has changed. 
You are no longer the natural man you came from, you got, you inherited from your parents. Now, you are now a hybrid, a creator <clears throat> that is fused together, that, that, that is, that is um, um, how will I say it, that is produced by the interaction of the Spirit of God and your spirit. Fusing together creates a new creator. That new person that is created is a new person to inherit the kingdom of God that God has created. That is what it means to become a child of God. So you have that new personality. Everything about you must change. You cannot continue the low old lifestyle. It is not possible. Why? Because everything about you has changed. When the, what, what are the things that change about you? You are already now under a new management. The person that came to join himself to you is God Almighty. In Christianity, we, we, we have God who is Father. God who is Son. God who is the Holy Ghost at the same time. Now, the God that you are having with you now is God, the Holy Ghost. So, when the Holy Ghost has come into your life, of course, there will be changes. You cannot remain the same. Don't make the mistake of saying, I'm a born-again child of God, but I'm still doing the things that I used to do. I still go to parties. I still go to Bob friends' houses. I still go and do all kinds of things. I still tell lies. I still cheat my offices. My brother, my sister, you are not yet there. You are imagining things that is not that is not true. Because when the Holy Ghost has come out of you, He has come, and you will change. He said, "Why do you change? This? Why do you change? Because." Number two, the Spirit of God that has come to live inside of you is God Almighty. Wherever God goes to, He goes as number one. Numero ino. He does not go as number two. If you invite God into your house or into your life and you make Him number 10, number 20, He will not come. The only reason God goes anywhere is because you make Him number one. If your life, you say, God, I gave my life to you, blah, 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 you like we do in our churches, like we do in this modern-day Christianity, like we are doing all over the place, we say we are Christians, we go to church, we do this, we, do, we even have titles, we give ourselves the best titles, you know. But in reality, we have not made God number one. We have not submitted to the authority of God. And do you know what happens? And I see it everywhere. There are a lot of us, Christians, under heavy demonic yoke, demonic oppression, under heavy Christian failures, under heavy adversities. Why? Because... We are not obedient people. 
we have not submitted our life to Christ. We, we've been told that uh, you go to church, you will prosper, you will make it, you will this, and that is all it, that is the only appeal that it appeals to you. The only reason that you come to church is so that you can be what? Taking over. God did not come into this world to live your life for you. He came into this world. He has his own agenda. He has his own plan. He is looking for people that will work with him to play his own agenda. To play his own role, his own, to do his own plans. So if you come to him, you have your own plan. He will look at you. Okay, sit down there. When you are ready for me. Okay, let me know. Because when God comes into life, he comes at number one. The reason why many of us are having demonic oppression, demonic attack, is because we claim we even give our life to Christ, but we have not submitted to the authority of Christ. And God, because of his faithfulness, he has answered your prayer because you asked him to come. So he came. Listen to me. God is not about blessing alone. If you have not heard it before, hear it for me. God has powerful enemies. Intensely powerful enemies that hate and want to stop God from doing what he wants to do. So when God has come into your life, those enemies also make you a target. And they can't get God, but they can get you. So but if if, if you submit to God's will, God covers you. All, all they will see is God. The Bible says, I am crucified with Christ. Say, nevertheless, I live. Say, yet yeah, not I, but Christ is the one living in me. Is Christ, if Christ is not living in you, you are living your life and you are going to church, you make the enemies of God will torment your life. Because... You are claiming to be a child of God, but God is not claiming it like that for you. But the minute you say, God, I am tired of living my life the way I want it, I lay my life down. Whatever you ask me to do, I will do. Then God comes as number one. And those enemies that you think that are so powerful, they will run for their lives. That is the way it is. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you are under my voice, you are under intense spiritual battle. You are being tormented, you are being oppressed. Things is not going for you the way you want it to be, the way it ought to be. You know, you are being tormented by all kinds of evil spirits. Today, I declare and I decree that those evil spirits will leave you alone. I declare and I decree that their hold over your life be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I set you free from demonic control and demonic oppression in the mighty name of Jesus. If you have decided to submit your life to God, for God to have his way in your life, from today I declare, it shall be well with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Enemy will not exact you anymore. You will live a life of blessings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So when you are a child of God, everything changes. Your desire changes. Especially also, you begin to think about 
the notion of eternity. Eternity, you must answer, I must answer that question. What am I going to do with my eternity? How will I inherit eternity? How will I enter eternity? Eternity is life without end. It's a life that does not have beginning or end. It is a life of God. This is what God, Jesus Christ, has brought and gave to us. Every child of God, God has guaranteed you and I that we are going to enjoy God forever in eternity. That is a promise of God in Genesis chapter 15 when God told Abraham, Say, I am your shield, I am your reward. God is not, he didn't say, I'm your rewarder, I am your reward. What does that mean? This world, God expects that you will use this world to serve Him so that you can be rewarded with God in eternity. This is the message of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came, He laid down His life. He lived down his life. He did the will of his father. Everything. There was not a part of his life that was his own. Even the word that he spoke, he denied himself. He did everything to make sure that only the will of the father was done by him when he was on earth. And when he had done all of that, he went to heaven. Now, Jesus Christ is not dead. He's alive. He's alive like you and I. Abraham is alive. Isaac is alive. Jacob is alive. Joseph is alive. The only thing is that they're not physically on, on earth here. They are in eternity. One day, you and I too will be there. The question is, if you are not prepared for eternity, what will you be when you get there? So, Jesus Christ is asking, look at me. I laid down it, I laid it all here. This world is not, they have, if anybody has told you that this world you will prosper, you will make money, you will this, you will that, the person has not told you the truth. It is not in this world that you prosper. I'm not saying there's no prosper in this world. But the real one that you must prosper, that you cannot negotiate your prosperity, is the eternal eternity. If in this world, in order for you to do the will of God, the world is not like you want it to be, so be it. The most important thing is that you use this world to do the will of God so that you can secure eternity where you enjoy God forever. Praise the name of Jesus. So when you are a child of God, questions like this, you must answer it yourself. You must tell yourself, no, 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 no. I don't want to live a hundred years here in wealth and opulence. And I cross over and I become a beggar forever. No. So because of your eternal destination, you, your lifestyle on earth here changes. Because you're not a child of God, the things that you do here, that changes because of the eternity in Christ that you have. Lastly, we say that because you are also 
been born again. You have also inherited the ministry of sons. Every child of God is a son of God, whether you are a man or a woman. And what do children do? What do sons do? When a child has become of age, he participates in what the father is doing. So because you are a child of God, you begin to do the things that God would normally want to do on earth. You tell God, God, what do you want me to do here? God says, okay, I want to go and preach in that bus. So, okay, praise the Lord, you go and preach in the bus. God, what do you want me to do here? I want to go and give this, this money to this person or this whatever to this woman. You go and you do it. You are doing what God wants done on earth as a son of God. Because of that, all of these things that I'm talking about, your life changes. Your life cannot remain the same. So if you are born again, I want to, 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 to know that your life has changed. You are no longer the old person. And it is important for you to know that there are so much expectations that God has for you. And I pray that you and I will not let go. We not let God down in the mighty name of Jesus. Per adventure, you are yet to give your life to Jesus, but you are hearing this message. You are yet to become even born again. Please say after me, say Lord Jesus. Or per adventure, you have become a Christian, but you find out that you are not living as a Christian and you want to be restored back to God. Just say after me, say Lord Jesus, please forgive me my sins. I am sorry for all that I have done against you. All I've done, I've done against myself. Please, I'm sorry. Forgive me in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you to wash me in the blood of Jesus. I ask you to make, to come into my life. Make me your son, your son, your daughter. Use me for your glory. I lay down my life at your feet. In Jesus' name. As I make that prayer, God will bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.